My name is Zhao Ying Summers. Don't worry about pronouncing Zhao Ying. My iPhone auto cracked Zhao Ying to annoying. People also ask me, why don't you have a Chinese last name? I had one before I got married. I was a hoe. I have a question. Who I, mean, should, I could fit the whole. Who should I fuck to sit in the front row at Lakers game? Who should you talk to? Who should I fuck? No, no, no. I don't oh, talk. Oh, oh, that's that's simple. Should I eat a genie's pussy? Like, what is it? What's the process? You know, genie. I don't. I don't know if she's into that. But uh, uh, there's other owners. Oh, okay. You know, that I'm gonna you could Google. Talk about. Yes, uh, Kara. So. <laughs> Send me names. Hi guys, what's up? I'm Zhao Ying Summers. Welcome back to Tiger Milf Podcast. This episode is fucking amazing. This guest is an absolutely a fucking legend. He is funny, he's charming, and uh, he has saved one of the most iconic comedy clubs in the world. This is the first comedy club in North America. And uh, uh, I'm ready for the very handsome, very funny, very sweet Johnny. Thank Bass. you so much, Zhou Ying. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm I'm so happy to be here today. Have you ever drive by uh, East Walnut Street? You see this little sad storefront with a red letter that says the Pasadena Comedy? Oh, uh, no. It's two minutes away from your club. That's <laughs> my place. Oh, that's your place. I bought two clubs to uh, to get an open mix because I started a comedy four years ago. and uh, Now I'm disappointed that I haven't been invited. Oh, I, uh, okay. uh, my husband took it from me and my ex took it from me. So he, it's oh, closed. Okay. It just, we have the marquee left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I started uh, open micing at the ice house at your smaller room uh, before you renovated it. And, you know, they have the lottery open mm-hmm. mic. That's, right. You still have open mics to support the community, right? You, you we're, have a lot of open uh, mics. We're, we're coming back uh, in February with our first open mic. That's amazing. Since we reopened. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So it's such, an iconic venue, the Ice House. Thank you. Yes, um, it really is. So, have you been there when you were when you were like a young? No the the first time I was there was probably like uh, uh, probably about ten years ago. That was the first time I had ever been there. And I really, you know, I grew up in Los Angeles. Yes, and really never spent any time in Pasadena. In your original white, that's weird. <laughs> You know, so uh, uh, I, I think I went to the uh, Rose Bowl once, uh, but uh, never went through Pasadena. So I didn't know much about Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when the club came available, uh, it was just time to to do it. You, just, you just go to Whole Foods, you bought some veggies, and you took the ice house. You're like, I need some ice for, well, my, for my, you know, for my drink. So you just bought the ice house on the way back yeah. home. Well, it does get cold in there. Just bring a jacket. Well, um, uh, my nipple got hard, and uh, I can keep my ex-husband's key cars we'll, afterwards. We'll so, I, no, yeah, I've that's done why my, I have I the like ice house because it, the big our nipples cute. are are truly the. It's a weapon. It is. Yeah. Well, it's a weapon, but it's also invigorating. Yes. Yeah, I think it's good. The ice house versus Jiaoying Summer's hard nipple. That's just, that's the episode. Mm-hmm. Angelito, that is. Yeah, my my nipples are made in China. Well, then it might be a marriage made in heaven. Yeah, I, I think it's perfect for the ice house. I love the ice house. <laughs> I love Pasadena. It's just the a crowd is actually very, uh, very cool. They they can take jokes. You would wonder if they are conservative, but they don't give a fuck. They are there to laugh. 
because they don't have sex. So they're just like, that's the only chance I'm going to let it out. Yeah, for right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might turn it into a sex club later on. But that's nice. for right now, it's that's just nice. a comedy club. I can be the president of the sex club. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what what is uh, like what is the first? I, I think you had a Gabriel for the first show, Fluffy. Uh, actually, it was Margaret Tro. Uh, Margaret, yeah, Margaret uh, came in for her first show, and uh, then uh, Gabriel came in uh, about a month later. About That's a month awesome. Into, yeah, I love Margaret. Uh, Two thousand twenty-three. Uh, I was honored to be inducted into Asian Hall of Fame along with Margaret Cho. Oh, nice! So we got inducted together. And uh, um, she's just, she's such an icon. She's so sweet. I love her, even though she's Korean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was great. It, and it was nice to to finally open up the Ice House after being closed for two and a half years. And uh, I love the style. It's very, uh, the, the, the green room is gorgeous. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I go, I walk in, I sniff money. Yeah. I think I think after I took a photo. Well, you know that was patterned uh, after my father's chairman's room at the Lakers. Wow! And that's why we ended up doing that. That's uh, gorgeous. It's kind of like paying homage to my father. That's gorgeous. That's gorgeous. I I walked in there. I feel like all my childhood trauma is healed. So I took a photo and I said, hashtag Rich Dick heals. Rich Dick can heal all your trauma. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when oh, you when you were little, I, yeah. I read about you. Is that your your family are just the jokesters? They are just like really funny. They like to joke around at a dinner table. Is is that is that a, is your parents like very tough, or is it just always fun making jokes? They're always making jokes. Yeah. That's so nice. I had uh, two very funny parents, and uh, uh, you know there were four kids growing up together, and. Uh, we would just joke around all the time. I mean, it really was. Uh, that's why uh, my sister Jeannie ultimately did go into stand-up comedy. And so she uh, she's performed quite a few times. Uh, and now she's married to Jay Moore. Uh, uh-huh. So, you know, comedy's kind of in the blood uh, somewhere. That's amazing. And, uh, I ended up with the, uh, with the club, you yeah, know. That's so amazing. It's just so iconic to, to see... Um, Ice House Levang with such a great legacy. It's gorgeous. People love it. And I, I, I would love to do shows there as well because it's 10 minutes away from my house. I can escape from my children without even leaving town. Like that is the best way to live, right? Isn't that great? Yeah. I'll be like, bye Winston. I'll see you later. Yeah, well, I want to see you there more. Yeah, I would love to go there. Um, just need to not, like it's just the best way for me to leave them. As long home. as you wear that outfit. Oh, you're, you're... it'll be shorter. I, it will be You're short. always yeah. welcome. I, yeah, I, I just, uh, I want to ask another question. Is that, uh, um, so uh, what is your favorite, I mean, who is your favorite comedian growing up? Let's see. I am well, very old school, so maybe we have some shared <laughs> favorites. Well, growing up, of course, uh, uh, you know, I'm much older. I can't tell. My eyes are tiny. I can't really see that. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so growing up, uh, Bob Hope was probably the one that I, I, I truly watched a lot. Um uh, the Smothers Brothers were the first uh, comedy team that I ever saw, uh, first comedy show I ever saw, mm-hmm. and I was uh, about eight or nine years old. And, uh, uh, you know, sadly, uh, uh, Tom Smothers just uh, passed away. But uh, once you once you first see your first stand-up comedy show, 
and you like it and you enjoy it, uh, it's all done. And so I've been going to comedy shows all my life. You know? That's amazing. So. I love Joan Rivers. Oh gosh, she's fantastic. Yeah, I just I love uh, her sense of humor. She the way she pushes the boundaries and how she does not apologize for any of the jokes. Yeah, just the way her mind works. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, I I really respect uh, comedians with uh, like uh, like Lenny Bruce, oh, yeah. uh, Carlin. Like they just uh, they live for the craft, and that's funny is the boundary. Yes, as long as it's funny, it's good because our job is to make people laugh. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've always loved uh, creative people. I'm an artist myself. I, I've had, uh, I've been a musician. I've had my own <laughs> band and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I kind of grew up in the arts mm-hmm. with everything. Of course, we got into sports, but uh, when it, it just seemed like it, when it came to comedy it was something that my father and I always wanted to do mm-hmm. and so uh, just grabbing a hold of the ice house was uh, really a dream come true my dad passed away in 2013 so he wasn't able to see uh, what we've done to it but uh, uh, I know his spirits there I think he's smiling thank and you. loving thank you I heard that you you were saying having like in the comedy club with the, the napkins have bus on the napkins for the comedy club, you, one day you are going to buy, and uh, you bought it. Have butts on the on the napkins? I would never do that. You, it's, it's, it's too flashy? Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, you know, we're, we're, we're a very low-key family, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're just normal like everybody else. Well, I got rich. I want my name everywhere. I want uh, my husband to tattoo Summers on his dick. Like, I want my name. Every- I'm, I'm, I I want all the attention. When I'm rich, I'll just be like... The whole name or just uh, like... Do you, have a, do you have a shortened name? J.S.? To- Summers? Just J-S. whatever. Whatever. I want my name everywhere. Okay. Well, I'm just... You are, you are like a... Just in case I have to... <laughs> you are old money. I just wanted to know how much. Okay, good. Also, I have a question. Who I mean, should, I could fit you, the whole... Who should I fuck to there? sit in the front row at Lakers game? Who should you talk to? Who should I fuck? No, no, no. I don't oh, talk. Oh, oh, that's that's simple. Should I eat a genie's pussy? Like, what is it? What's the process? You know, genie. I don't. I don't know if she's into that. But uh, uh, there's other owners. Oh, okay. You know, I'm gonna Google. About. Yes, Kara. Uh, <laughs> so send me names, and you know, yeah. So I I, I grew up in China and. Uh, you know, you know how huge, like people love Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. You know, it's just it's so iconic. Every Chinese people love it. Like yeah. they all I've love. I've been to Lakers. China with my father a couple times, and it is amazing how he was recognized in mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. People would actually come up to him and say, "We know you. You know, <laughs> you're yes. you're Jerry Bus. You know, you're you're Lakers, Lakers, Lakers." Yes, and I think they know who amazing. the Lakers is who. Mr. Bus is before they know who's the president of yeah. America. Because that's how beautiful sports like, sports is so powerful. It was truly. It amazing. transcends the culture, language, yeah. and country. It is truly amazing. And uh, it's just uh, really amazing to see that not just sports, uh, you are, you know, you are really building the comedy thing. And that's just really amazing because it's, it's, it's very, um, a lot of comedy club owners, they, they, they only have like the, artist take of the business not the business take 
So it's very interesting to see like a sports mogul like your family to like take this comedy club and uh, infuse your wisdom to make it more uh, exclusive, like inclusive. Yeah. Is that inclusive? Yeah, for inclusive. everybody. Right, sure, yeah, inclusive exactly. for everybody. The first two exactly. major act you hired is Asian woman. And a fat Mexican dude, so that's just <laughs> so adorable. It's just so wonderful because, um, and also Pasadena is basically a marriage of uh, old rich white people and Asian people. That's all. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot. Yeah. Yes, you and I can be the mayor and the wife. Yeah, the of Pasadena, right? Are, are very interesting. Yeah, we'll be like uh, the face of Pasadena. <laughs> yes, the the Chinese lady. If you're ready, and like I I I I'm always ready. I mean, I already have my green card. If we get married, it's for love. See. Kara, <laughs> make a note of that. Kara is taking notes. Yeah, I already have my green card. This is Kara's my assistant off stage here. Kara, yeah, Kara is <laughs> she's she's giving major Gen Z vibe, but she's actually my age. Yeah, I think see not getting married, not having children keep you young. Yeah, kids are the problem. You know, I have two. I have two. One boy and a girl. Two boys. Nice, nice. Good for 11 you. Eleven and fourteen, or uh, thirteen. Actually. That's cute. That's cute. So, how, what are they like? Like, do they still think you are cool, or they are too old to find out you are just uh, dad? Eh. Oh, they're they're funny boys. They're they're great kids. They're super well behaved, and uh, you know, I, I figured that they'd start taking advantage of me any time now because I'm so lenient and mm -hmm. and. Uh, Soft-spoken kind of father, but uh, uh, they're really good kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they play basketball. Uh, love the Lakers. Uh, wow, I don't know why but, like Lakers. Uh, There's other teams. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> oh my Wouldn't god, that be funny, right? Imagine my, my son plays on uh, the Celtics or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh my god. Oh well. So um, I, I know like uh, the kids, like when they are younger, like you are the world. They, they follow you around, they think it's a quiz person. Do you think the 14-year-old, the, the older one is trying to like, oh, that is not, not that cool. Like uh, I would like to No, they think I'm pretty cool. They still think yeah, you're cool. Yeah. I think you're just you know, always the good cop, right? Well, you know, I've, I've had such a, a wonderful life, truly. And uh, I've done so many things in my life that uh, anything that they bring up, I can relate to it in some way you know? mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the only thing that uh, they they really didn't care for was my race driving uh, they <laughs> I've, I've been trying to get them involved in racing but mm -hmm. uh, they just have nothing to do with it but that's the only thing that's cute everything else they that's love. cute so the kids are more mature than dad in a way that's funny. That's yeah. funny. But we grew up uh, very differently. You are a rich, tall white man. I am a, a dumpster baby from China. So uh, it's actually um, crazy for me to see um, in American culture, the, the parents is very respectful of the kids. Yeah. Like uh, they think of them as individual, which is hilarious. Yes. And they respect them. What do you want? What do you need? But in China, it's like... Uh, I take you to this world. And I can take you out. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. Yeah. And my mom always gets shocked when. Yeah, I heard your story. It's a, just an amazing story. And uh, yes, yeah. I, I just like I, I when I see my American friends, uh, like especially like uh, people who are just like uh, being crybabies over little things. I, I very it's very hard for me to find sympathy towards them. Mm. I could I would have people blaming their parents for 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 them being a failure. I just can't handle it. Yeah. Like I have guy friends be like, if I was taller, I would get laid. 
I'm like, no, no, you won't. You know, like it's Tom Cruise is fine. You know, Tom Cruise is he's fine. good. Yeah, it's just I'm like because my dad is short. I'm like, what? It's just it's ridiculous. People just blame their parents for their problems all the time. And I am grateful for my mom to bring bring me back from the dumpster. You know, I'm like my mom's yeah. my hero. I just don't understand it. So like, uh, do you feel like uh, also like uh, right now uh, you can't like people are just uh, so fragile. And I think Gen Z, you know, they are so sweet. They are very smart, intelligent people, kids, but they are so fragile. Everything offend them. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like uh, if people are so easily offended? Do you think it's just gonna be a hard ground for 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 art and comedy? Not just like people got offended by artists who do a weird painting or yeah. actors. Like, well, yeah, yeah. There's certainly a transition going on for sure. Uh, you know, just just TikTok videos and all that kind of stuff. I mean, once you're ingrained in that and and that's all you've seen while you're growing up, uh, then you go to a, a stand up comedy show. Uh, you might start to lose your your attention. Very quickly. Oh my God! Yes. You see, so uh, I don't know what the the comic, uh, the stand up comic's going to be like ten years from now. I really don't. Uh, but uh, uh, it'll be interesting to find out. But there's uh, uh, the the point that I made earlier about you know comedy are are they are artists and they are different artists. Just like Van Gogh is different than. Uh, da Vinci or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see 10 years from now. And that's when my lease comes up on the ice house too. So I don't know. I think you own the building. You're I just trying to make sure like uh, 10 years later, I don't I lose my residency at the ice house. I can see it. I can I'm feel it. Kidding. I'm a Chinese lady. I know what you're trying to do here. I'm not going anywhere, Johnny. Uh, I'm going to stay in the ice house until I die. I, I'm, I'm hunting that place. I'm going to be there. I'll live forever. I'm an Asian woman. Like I live forever. Is I'm mean, I'm I'll be there with a bear. Right? That's what it is. Kara, uh, can you set up a special room for her? Yes, I want. Did, or I want do you want to just take over the VIP room there? Oh yeah, I would love to yeah. stay there. Okay. Yeah, I a sex swing. I want chopsticks. I want dim song. I I want I want Chinese. I want lanterns. Yeah, also oh, dragon balls. Oh, would be nice. Yeah, I want to write lanterns. See? Yeah, when I turn on the lanterns, it's like when uh, I'm ready, uh, when my pussy is open, the lanterns light up. That's when, you know, you know she's ready. But then it's off. It's like oh no gas, nothing, nothing. The nothing. scenario the gays there. just... I want the gays to do my hair. It's a dream. I love gay people. I think they are great. And they are very, like... A, like uh, Ice House is very diverse. You guys, like you have the gays, the Mexicans, the Asians, everybody. Even the Japanese is welcome there. I'm shocked. It's just like shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know that's what's so great about it. That's what's great about sports. Uh, sports is very diverse, and yeah, uh, comedy is very diverse. And I I retired from the Lakers uh, pretty much right after my dad passed away. So. Uh, and that's when I was racing off-road uh, Baja. And uh, that's how I spent my time because I just wanted to get away from sports at that point. Uh, we'd been doing it for 40 years. So mm-hmm. uh, it was just time to do something different. And when the uh, the idea to uh, uh, purchase the ice house came about, it was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. My dad and I used to talk about this all the time. And now it's finally here. And uh and the second I bought it, a uh, pandemic hit, you know, mm-hmm. and we had to shut down. Sorry I brought so COVID like, to America. Uh, was that you? Yeah, I, I did it. Yeah. 
Uh, now, see, I blame my brother. I, I, I did it. I, I'm going to have to call my brother and apologize. Yeah, you should. You should. I really should. Um, I, I, I want to ask you this one question. I, I know your family has been just the really amazing with discovering talents and the building. I, Lakers has the most iconic, most legendary, um, mm-hmm. you know, sports stars, basketball stars, and uh, um. Now you you have the ice house, mm-hmm. and I read about that you are very excited to discover the next comedy star. That you like the enthusiasm and excitement that you had for for sports that you want to bring to comedy as well. I'm very excited to see your plan. Like, what would we? Um, I know you you are bringing back your open mic. Do you also have like some maybe you you have some bigger comedy stars to do some to do some like uh, free classes. To talk to like Q and A, they can actually access oh, yeah. you because you have money, so you're just gonna pay for the comedy star to actually sit there and talk to the open micers. Yeah, well, the, I mean, open mic is is one thing, but uh, uh, I also go to all the other clubs and and check. To out, tell them why uh, they suck. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it just seems like uh, uh, I'm just giving a stage to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, if somebody all of a sudden becomes a, a big comedy star, uh, I don't know that it was really uh, because of me or any really anybody other than themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are who are going to make themselves. Uh, I'm just providing the stage to do it. And uh, uh, somebody's going to come along or many people will come along, get on that stage and prove that they're worthy of, of the next big thing. So... Um, it's just nice to be able to provide a stage mm-hmm. for young talent. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm excited about open mic, but uh, I'm also uh, preparing for the Johnny Bus extravaganza show. I want uh, to know what that is. That's going to be a, a two-hour uh, comedy show. What, who's going to be on it? Like, I'm very excited to know more about it. It's going to be my favorite comics, my, my, favorite, my best friends. My, two hours? Two-hour show. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's long. Yeah. That's long, like a bus, yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll throw in some music and stuff like that. We kind of tested it out at the New Year's, uh, this last New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, and we had a, a great singer, uh, Yasmina, I think, and uh, then we had comedy, and it was, you know, you, you think, oh, don't mix music and comedy, but if you do it right, you can. Yeah. So uh, we, I thought we did, we pulled it off, and uh, so we're going to do that again. You're bringing back the classics. Because yeah. back in the days, he, Frank Sinatra would have a comedian open for him. That's right. Right? And then like a big comedy star would have a musician do a song that's right. for them. But now it's just uh, people lost. We, we, we're just uh, too busy just like getting offended by everybody. We start doing basic shit. We don't do the cool things anymore. And I, I was, I really guess when you say the short form videos really like make the young people's attention span short. Everything lost its value. A sex mm-hmm. is worse than before. Like, did you see the movie Napoleon? I heard like the sex scene was amazing. I was at Adam Carolla show. He's like, oh, the sex scene was good, Josephine. So I just feel like they, it was so primal well, back then. Yeah, Nobody's but, watching videos. Yeah, well, you look at even, even you know, pornography, uh, it's gotten down to shorts also. I mean, nobody goes and watches a, a, a an hour and a half porn movie. Anywhere. I want a gambian. Like, how you can know? a girl take a twenty dicks in three minutes? How two, two minutes? How can they do that? 
Very quickly, I guess. I just want to watch Gambian. Like, I don't want to watch a girl taking one day. That's the thing I can do. Yeah, you might as well do it all all at once. And, and, you know, you don't want to sit there for an hour and a half watching a whole movie on on. On what it is, but it, it it it's taken the same form of comedy. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, does it, somebody really want to sit there and uh, at least on online or streaming or whatever? Uh, it's all about the the quick shorts now, mm-hmm. not uh, not a forty minute. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, let's you know sit and watch TV and mm-hmm. uh, you know there. I mean, Kevin Hart or or. or Dave Chappelle or anybody like that, of course you're going to sit there for the whole thing and watch mm-hmm. it. Very funny people. But on the most part, when you watch comedy now, it's it's pretty much through the shorts. Yeah. You have shorts on your, your yes, channel. Yes, I, I have my – I post one short. I have and I love your shorts. To share it on all the other platforms. I love all your clothes. Thank you. My clothes? Your shorts and your clothes. Thank you. Yeah. I mean <laughs> – yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I would love to bring my shorts and my clothes to the ice house. I, I just like every, imagine every night at eight p.m. I just leave the house. My son's like, "Where we go?" I'm like, "I'm going to New York." And I just go to the ice house. I can. I don't have to spend time with him because I don't want him to. I don't want him to get all the love from me, and he become a basic person. I want him to suffer and struggle so he become great. That's how it's usually done. Yeah. Yeah. In Chinese, we say, 女儿要富养, 儿子要穷养, is that if you raise a daughter, you have to raise her like a princess, give her all the money, all the good things, expensive piano, the dress. But the son, you have to starve that little motherfucker. Like, just like, a, we have no money, you have to go work in the farm. Then the son become a real man. The daughter don't get broke dick to trap her. You know, do you think it's, it's good, the Chinese philosophy? I think they're they're all good. Uh, it really depends uh, where you are, uh, what time of of life you're you're in. Uh, you know, I mean, if we were in the depression, you'd be forced to uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. to live like that. Um, but uh, in a good economy, yeah, there's a lot of softies that are developed during that period of time. Why are there so many softies? I don't know why they are so soft. It's too easy. They get they get like they just everything I say. I had it. I had a uh, like a manager who was running my club. I can't I can't say her name, or his name or her they whatever it is. Uh, That's good. They were a softy. I had this uh, comedian who is a fat guy. I said I said just you you are getting fat. You know, just stop making fun of you being hot because doesn't doesn't make sense. You're not hot. You're fat. You can make fat jokes, and she's like. <gasps> Did you just body shame him? I'm like, no, he should pay me for career advice. What are you talking about? She's like, I just can't believe you are so insensitive. Like you are hurting his feelings. I said, fat people don't have feelings. My words are going to go through the fat and dissolve inside the fat before it gets to his heart, which is also fat. She's like, I'm working for a Nazi. No, I, she's not crying. I'm like, Jesus. I I think America could use a little bit of... uh, Fat shaming right now, you know, uh, uh, we've 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 made it very soft for ourselves. And, yes, and now we're making wrong decisions. I just think people are just so easily offended. I feel like if everybody's offended, the comedians can't say what's on their mind. It's gonna get bad because we have this unsolved anger and hatred inside of us. We end up doing worse shit, right? There's more hate that you just hate people low key. Mm-hmm. Rather than just like let it out, like hey, what's the sure. problem? I just think, I think George Carlin is gonna come out and just cancel everybody for being a big Good. pussy. 
just going to be like uh, really canceling everybody. So I want to ask you, uh, what do you think uh, makes a basketball uh, star's career versus what makes a comedy star's career? Well, that's actually a good point. Uh, uh, you know, it comes down to the whole organization. Uh, when uh, when some of these stars like Magic Johnson or Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, you know, they looked at the entire organization. So meaning the ownership all the way uh, into uh, the PR department, uh, the training department, all everybody – involved uh they interviewed before they agreed to uh to sign with the, the Lakers so and I think that's a really good thing I think that that's what should be done but the opportunity for those kind of uh great organizations are few <laughs> uh are few in the NBA you know there's uh, uh it's it's very difficult to to create an organization that uh has legacy instilled in it, okay? Uh, and my father knew that uh, if he was going to succeed, he had to uh, build a team or an organization uh, that players would want to come to. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, that's how it started off. And we immediately uh, got uh, Magic Johnson, um, won our first championship right away, you know, and then... It, uh, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in, uh, and he, you know, and he was he was very skeptical about being involved in uh, any organization that didn't understand his philosophies and his way of doing things, and uh, you know, coaching and uh, there's just a lot of uh, uh, a lot of parts, moving parts that have to be all involved in sync together. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult to do that. And that's why uh, there's the great teams and then there's the teams that are still trying to get there. Mm -hmm. uh, they will. Mm -hmm. They will. But it's, it takes probably a not. long, long time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to give them a chance, you know. But, you know but the Lakers squash pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, right now we're going through a little slump ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not fun. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. You know? But, uh, uh you know, you have the comedy club for people to come over and laugh. Yeah, thank God. You know, yeah. my sister Jeannie, you know, is the president of the Lakers, so uh, uh, thank God for comedy because I I think she would uh, pull her hair out. You know, trying it's to run the Lakers. beautiful blonde hair. I think she won't pull them out. Yeah. She would just pull her like a Filipino, uh, like a help, like come here, ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> She's a beautiful sister. She's yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She has beautiful blonde hair. Yeah, you guys are all blonde. Uh, pretty much. Um, uh, Jeannie has darker hair, but she lines it up a little bit. But uh, uh, yeah, we were all. I was one of the towheads, the white, all white hair growing mm -hmm. up. You yeah. know, and mine finally started getting darker, and then it just went gray. So I don't know. Yeah, your hair looks good. Thank you. I like the the, the sleek hair. Yeah, it's hot. It's oh, good. Thanks. It's good. Thanks. 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 It's funny that you so, didn't spend too much time uh, in Pasadena, 
uh, but you actually, I think I, I wouldn't think you you give positive you give positive vibes when you are uh, playing music and in a band. You'll be like a very Venus. <laughs> yeah. And now you are you look really positive. <laughs> That's where actually where uh, I enjoy living. Uh, where did you live in Venice? I had place in Venice. Uh, yeah, for geez, I I lived there for about uh, I guess about ten years before I met. The girl that ended up having my two kids. So, so um, Ven- Venice is gentrified, huh? I think so. By like, when did it happen? You were there before it was cool, so you were just ahead of your time. Yeah, because I there grew up. Was- in, I grew up in that area. So you were there before it's cool. When did it got cool? When did it got, well, it got I mean, it certainly in the '60s, it was really cool because that's when surfing was big and uh, skateboarding was big. Mm-hmm. And everybody went to to Venice to skateboard, and uh-huh. so uh, that was a, a great and fun period of time. Skateboarding, I can tell you, yeah. I Dustin mean, is actually one of the greatest skateboarding photographer in the world. Oh yeah, Tony Hawk. Dustin. What? Dustin? Yeah. Oh, you're a skater. Yeah, he's oh, a cool. skater. Well, you know then then you know the stories of Venice and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's still like that. Yes. And, uh, he he shoots uh, skateboarding. I mean, it was the center of the universe for for skateboarding, and and growing up in that area, it was just so cool because uh, you know all the cool T shirts and you know uh, uh, Ked's shoes <laughs> at that time. <laughs> you know now they're Vans, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, it was a cool period of time to grow up in that area, and so. Uh, once I did grow up and moved away, and God, I've, I've lived just about everywhere. Uh, I don't think you ever lived in Beverly Hills. No. Uh, well, my father lived in Beverly Hills. You're like, that's not me. I'm that's not, not old money. I'm uh, carefree with a $200 million trust fund. Yeah, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I love that. I'm too low-key for Beverly Hills. I, I I don't think you can handle I can't it. even drive through there yeah. usually. I know. think you get disgusted. Like, I mean, all the power to Beverly Hills. I, that's great. Yeah, it's beautiful. But I, I see but, you. Actually, I see you as uh, I knew you would be like uh, spending when you're growing up uh, in Venice, you know. Yeah. Going like a, do you like a, what do you think about Venice now? Well, I mean, you know, it has its problems, but uh, to me, because I grew up there, say so there, there used to be a, a theme park there called Pacific Ocean Park, mm-hmm. and it was like a. Uh, That's where a I can pier. go with my children, right? <laughs> it was a pier that went way out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And it was basically all rides, and it was like a Coney Island kind of oh, thing, if cute. you've heard of that in, in New York. Uh, and uh, San Monica had its own Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I grew up, and I we used to go there all the time. And, of course, that was during the 60s when, when surfing and skateboarding and all that kind of stuff. It was the center of the universe at that time. All the, uh, the fun movies were being made there. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, with Frankie Avalon and people like that. Uh, and once I grew up and moved away, then it was like, uh, uh, you know, I, I got to get back. I got to get back there. So when I see it now, I only think of how it used to be. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I kind of am blinded by the homelessness problem there, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, the the drug problem there. Uh, things like that, but I don't see it as that. I I see it still as that place I grew up. Yeah. I, my mom actually, I drove by Venice. We drove. We we are, we are still alive. I know you are concerned. We drove by there, and she saw all of the tents. You know, my mom's like, 
look outside the window. I said, no, I'm, I'm not going to open the window. She goes, look outside. So she pinched me. So I opened the window. She goes, look at all those homeless problems. Do, I, do you see ever any Chinese people here? I said, no. She goes, let me tell you why. If you cannot pay your Tesla payment next week, I'll choke you now. Well, and she I mean, said, you're welcome. And then yeah. we close the window. You know, you had a strong mom. That's great. She just, she's just like That's that. Super. She's like, a, yeah, she's always like that. What, what was the meanest thing your mom said to you? Like the meanest? Uh, don't do that. <sighs> I'm sorry. So sweet. But you know what? I mean, it, it, it seemed to work. I mean, I've, I've been a good kid all my life, you know? I mean, I grew up just fine, um, you know, and, and I'm hardworking, that's for sure. You know, I mean, all of us are hardworking. My sister works harder than anybody. So I think because your parents it, just led by example. Yeah. They well, just did that. You saw, I think, you that's, watched, a, you I think that's a lot of it's it. It's in your sure. blood. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, also the opportunities were there. And that's, uh, that's also difficult. I think difficult. it's very hard Sometimes to be a tall advantage. white man with a lot of money. It just must be so hard. Uh, for for who? For you. I mean, for, oh, for, for me. For tall white men with a lot of money living in Los Angeles. It is hard. With American citizenship. Like, I, it must be so hard. Like, <sighs> people kick you out, right? It is hard. Cause Places. I don't, I don't see money like that, you know. I'm, yeah, because I mean, they're in can, your bank. You can ask anybody. I, <laughs> I, I don't like spending money, I can tell you. That. I can do that. I, I can do that. I can spend your money for you. Really? I know. To, I, know. Yeah. I was wondering how I was going to spend all of this. Like, I know how to do it. The answer is right here. Yeah, I know how to spend money. Yeah, I'm a communist. Like, I know how to distribute money into places. See? I just... Uh, and here I was in China going, gosh, I really like how they do it here. Yeah. You know, you don't need much money. You just get some, uh, some uh, what did you say, the, the uh, dim sum or whatever. I, I <laughs> love know. Johnny's trying to do the best he can to not get canceled. The dim sum, it's Chinese. Chopstick is also even in China. Also like the Japanese, Korean, they are all from China. We send one person, you know, we send one choppy person, go to Korea. And, you know, they went to Korea, Korea. It's not one like a little main person. Go to Japan. So Japan become <laughs> Japan. And uh, Japan Japan is cool. Japan think uh, they are the white people of the Asia. Right? Angelito. You think so? Japanese think they are premier Asians. Uh, I think Koreans kind of think that as well. They think that now. That's cute. But the Japanese are the OG of thinking they are better than other Asian people. They have this tiny little island. They work so hard. They are so good at everything. And they were like, we are smart little bitches. Why they have bigger lands? Let's invade China. That's when they go to China and try to That's take right. our land. That's right. They tried very hard, Japanese people. But they really think, did. But like, I feel like because America dropped the A-bombs, that's when Japan kind of withdraw the troops from Yeah, they Asia. had to stop. They had, they to, had stop. to stop. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Angelito, how's the timing? I, I was just... Uh, it's three o two, but if you want, we are that. flying fast. We just I can't stop because, um, I I just it, it's so it's so intriguing to ask Johnny all the questions. Um, he, he, you have such a wonderful life, Angelito. I know you are a Laker fan. Do you have any fan questions to ask? Oh, a million. Yes, you start <laughs> with million? one. Give me one. Yeah, give okay. one. Well, I mean, like, you could nobody ever gets tired of uh, stories about uh, being, you know. Kobe Bean and you know anything any any cool stories one cool story between you and Kobe you want to share with the peasants well uh, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
I mean, uh, you know, Kobe and I have had our ups and downs, but uh, I did employ his father as coach of the women's team, the Los Angeles Sparks. So uh, that was quite fun because then uh, Kobe was at a lot of the games and uh, we could hang out and stuff like that. But uh, And his father was just fantastic. He was a great coach and uh, I really loved that. But, uh, you know, the, uh, I, I really haven't been that close with a lot of players. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just like the, they say in the military, don't get cl- too close to your, your buddies because somebody might die, you know. Or, uh, but in, in sports, oh, well, somebody might get traded. And so you don't want to get too close to anybody because they, they could get traded or – Yeah, I'm leaving the improv in- for the ice house now. So, bye, Raider. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad. <laughs> Rita discovered me. Rita. Oh, did Yeza she? From the improv. Yeah, I know. Yeah. From open mic. She's yeah, like, ew, I don't know what this is, but this can happen. Do it. You are booked for a fucking spot. She has a hyena laugh. I know. When she laughs, when she laughs, You have a chance. Everybody's waiting for Rita's hyena laugh. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like this, you know. Love the improv. Yeah. I love all the comedy clubs. You know, that was one of the things was that I wanted to make sure that uh, we were not in competition with anybody, that it we're all one Because they can't compete family. with you because you have all the money. Well, you know that I mean, in your it, heart, uh, but you just try to be cute. That's sweet. That's nice. I would crush them all if I they think did. they have no. the how do I That's look a humble course for rich people? Like you just have to do it every 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 week. You take one class, like how you guys take the Spanish class. How do I appear humble? But then you're like, <laughs> I'll pretend to be humble. I think you guys take the classes. <laughs> See, I want to be welcome at, at every club, so I'm going to be very very friendly to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, they, they will welcome you. They all want the jersey. That's the only reason why they like you. Um, I'm sorry to break that to you, but Joni, nobody likes you. Yeah. They always want a, a front row seat at the Lakers. They want a jersey. And yeah. also, like, now there's... I get that on the, all, all the podcasts that I go to also. Is, they love you. Know, you. People ask for jerseys or front row seats, courtside seats, you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I'm, I, I love the Lakers because it's the Lakers. I, I'm not a, a I, I just my mind is smart at other things. Like it will actually, it, it will like be an exercise for me to watch a basketball team a game. I'm just like, what, what, what is this now? Yeah, and the people just slap me, be like, shut the fuck up. If you want to bother us, speak English. You know, but we gotta, we gotta get you down there because I think. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, I think so. I would enjoy bragging about how fancy I am to all the fucking losers. Yeah, yeah. Well, well that and uh, I mean, I'm also going to make sure I have people there that are going to be watching you sitting there. I'm gonna have a, I have planned a wardrobe malfunction. I'm going to have oh, it. It will be planned. It will be planned, like a Jen, Janet Jackson. Just like the moment you know, there's you know, there's a, a star. Dunk the ball. I would just be like, my button just flies up. I yeah, think well, that, they they run into the audience uh, accidentally. Run into the uh, the courtside seats all the time, or the ball comes flying over, you know, or oh something like that. Oh, I love. You balls just have to wait over. for the Did right. You see timing. balls flying over to yeah, my face. Balls flying oh, right oh, into yes. your face. You know? Oh, I love that. And then uh, you know, people like LeBron James 
jumping for that ball, you'd have a lot of I don't of know balls. which ball he's going to get. Yeah, there'll you, be three well, of you'd, them. You'd never know which ball you're going to get. Yeah, there's three balls. This, this, and that ball. So right. I don't know which one he's going to grab. It could be all three. It could be nice. two. Nice. Could be one you don't know, but it's a nice you have to be hands. prepared for the the wardrobe. I'm ready. Function. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to have a perfect wardrobe. It'll be cool. It will be cool. Oh my god, I I just I want to thank you so much. I think we are already friends. Yeah, we well, already we already are. I know. I think so. I'm just a so excited. Long time ago. Yes, I've known Me you. Me love for, you long time. I yeah, I've known you for how long now? At least. Uh, I think I actually, uh, the first like, time uh, I went to your club when it reopened, it was on this show. Um, I think it was on Mark Saratella's uh, uh, show, uh, Supernova Dust Company. And I, you were oh, okay. sitting you were sitting there. I think book, with yeah. your assistant, you were watching. Yeah. You were you're like you really professional. So I, I, went, I walked by, I shook your hand. You said, very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you were like, is that Margaret? So I'm... No. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you you're Am very recognizable. Now? I think so. I think I'm recognizable with my and with you're my very beautiful broken and English. I was like, I was with China. Kara, who the hell is that? Johnny, oh, I was with China. Get her you number. I was beauty queen. Yeah. 2014, Miss China. Now I'm older. I'm Miss Chinatown. Well, now we're gonna have Miss Ice House. Yes, I'm Miss Ice House. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go back to the Ice House. I know. Yeah, that's actually icy. Yeah. I just need to put on like the snowflake nipple cover. No bra, you know, ice houses. But I don't think it will stay because it'll be hard. Well, we'll see. We'll figure it out. We have the gays well, to solve the problem. I'm not either way. Yeah, the gays are going to solve the problems if they allow gays in, in, ice house, in, in Pasadena. Ice house is open to gays, but let's see if yes. Pasadena is going to welcome them. We'll ship them from West Hollywood. Anyways... I, well, I, I you. love you so much. You are so fucking cool. And thank you so much for sharing the story with uh, Kobe. I think uh, Angelo is like so happy over there. Yes. He got the first person <laughs> to hear that. He's going to broadcast the whole broadcast the whole Philippines. Congratulations on the first ever in-season tournament. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and if you want to know the story, uh, on Hulu, there's a, uh, a 10-hour documentary about uh, uh, the family. And the Lakers, uh, and it's uh, it's broadcast now uh, called Legacy, uh, and also uh, I think a lot of people saw Winning Time, which was a uh, a great show on HBO, uh, starring uh, uh, John C. Riley, nice. uh, which was just fantastic, and uh, it was fun to watch that and and kind of relive uh, the moments uh, that they. Reportrayed. That's exciting. Uh, on television show. That's exciting. I think. Uh, I think it's uh, it's just amazing. We have those shows available. Yeah. For people to enjoy. It's really good. Amazing. Yeah. Thank right. you for well, thank, thank you. you for coming out. I don't want to leave. You should not leave. You should not. Leave. I'm gonna. I have. I'm going to have. So my you have to go to New York. House. Yeah, I'm going to New York tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to New York tonight to take New York by storm. Um, I, I, I love, I, I love, love comedy York. and uh, thank you so much for bringing the ice house to the next level for us. Okay. Thank you thank for you. all your talent and all your big heart to make comedy, just build LA comedy scene better. We're all we in this, to, we're all in this together. You are on the top, but we, yeah, nice. Thank, thank you for you. saying that. Yeah. No, we are. That's cute. I love that. When, like, uh, you know, that's, that's so sweet. You are nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> I like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the food. 
you know, ice house too. Oh, thank you. It's very good. Oh, it's going to get better. It means a lot that we come from a Chinese lady. I grew up in restaurants. Yeah. We're going to have a special dish for you and call yes. it. Uh, Jiaoying summer special. Yeah, the, the summer special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Summer's great. in the ice house. That's hot. That's hot. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. Let's take Be a beautiful. Be beautiful. 